Hey, welcome to U.S. Bank Stadium. It is your radio team of Paul Allen and Pete Versich. Happy to do the post-game report for Vikings.com following each and every Minnesota Vikings game. And uh, we liked the post-game report a lot more last week than we did this week because the Vikings won a game. Today they lose 27-20 to the Kansas City Chiefs. We understand they're the champs, but the common thread of the 2023 Minnesota Vikings uh, team has been that of self-inflicted wounds. Uh, there's no, there's no question about it, Paul. And and the if if today you just hold on to the football and then catch the ball when it hits you in the hands, this this game goes completely the other way. You don't need to look any further than that. I know there's a lot that you can you can point to and and you know say this and the timeouts and the. All those things don't matter if you don't execute the routine things. You got to make the routine plays routine. We continue to struggle with doing that. And you want to give a former super, you know, the, the returning the, the 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 reigning Super Bowl champions another possession right away in the beginning of the game. Mm. I mean, you, you're not going to win that way. You're not going to win a lot of football games that way. There were a lot of really good things. The defense, I thought, played the run very well. They battled in there. But at the same time, you're playing against Patrick Mahomes, and you're just giving him added opportunities. He should have thrown an interception to Bynum. You got to come down with that football. Right? Fourth and one. We get them. They, they, they throw a deep play action on fourth and one. I mean, you talk about not necessarily a gutsy call, but it's just confidence. that's a crazy call. That's confidence. Yeah. And then you get the PI, and then I don't know. You, you, there's so many, so many opportunities in this game that this that this team just lets slip away. And unfortunately, it, after the th- you know going into the third quarter, it was the third quarter that just completely flipped this game. And uh, the Vikings, you know, just to to amplify what Pete just said, you know, we we get the ball, and for the uh, for the fir- very first play. It's a 16-yard hit, middle of the field to Josh Oliver, and he fumbles it, and they lose the fumble. Now, it was a nice hit by Justin Reed and a recovery by fellow safety Cook, but that was the Vikings' eighth fumble loss this year, and it put them at minus nine in the turnover differential. And really, with all due respect to our favorite team, uh, one in four teams are minus nine. Yeah, no, there's no question about it. And, and you have opportunities – later to get those things back and you know and you don't do that so we're not good enough to overcome these kinds of mistakes and you know again this Kansas City team I mean Mahomes impressed me with his ability to read a defense and his accuracy Mm. and his ability to get the ball out no question about that but you should have had an interception on him you got him on the ground a couple times it wasn't as if he was the reason that Kansas City came in here and just rolled up and down the field on us. No, not at all. You know, we had this – we were good enough to beat this team if we just, like I said before, execute execute what you should execute. You know, we're getting, letting them off the hooks on third and 18s. I mean, it, it, those are the things, Paul, that I, I, you know, I look back on and, and – it just make it makes you want to pull your hair out of your head because it's so frustrating. JJ missed a majority of the second half with a, a hamstring injury, so they didn't have him at the end of the game. And uh, Patrick Mahomes, he's just he's just cold blooded. I mean, you'd almost think he was seventy nine and twenty as a starter, 
and a two-time Super Bowl champion, which he is. He finished 31 of 41, 281 and two. Cousins 29 of 47, 284 and two. Uh, Jordan Addison caught his third touchdown of the season. He led all Vikings in receiving with six catches and 64 yards. Let's uh, get the thoughts of Minnesota Vikings head coach Kevin O'Connell following a 27-20 loss to the KC Chiefs. Very much a, a disappointed locker room right now. Um, we felt like uh, we could come out today and, and compete with a, you know, the defending world champs and and find a way to get our you know get a win here at home and uh, didn't get off to a, a very good start you know with putting the ball on the ground uh, there on the first play, uh, but uh, thought our guys battled, went really the next 59 and a half minutes without turning it over um, and and tried to battle to the very very end. Um, did have a couple, you know, injuries and depth tested. Um, guys stepped up and and uh, tried to compete to the very end. Uh, I love this team. Love the way they compete. Love the way they're, you know, these guys are itching to get back to work already, and that's what this is going to be about. Uh, just continuing to find um, every every edge we can within um, our football schemes, but also just continue to coach our guys up. Um, they'll band together tight as ever, and and, and we get an opportunity to go win. Uh, a division game next week on the road. It's going to be a challenge for our team. Uh, we got to get our minds right for that immediately. Um, just wanted to give you guys an update. Justin Jefferson did sustain um, a, hand, a hamstring injury. Um, I'll, <laughs> I'll give you guys, uh, I'll keep you guys updated on that. Still very early. Um, see where he's at um, as we move along here um, and, and kind of diagnose exactly what that injury is and, and what that timeline looks like. Had other guys um, kind of in and out throughout the game, but more than most of them uh, returned, um, even TJ there at the end. Um, but uh, just disappointed. Uh, but I'm proud of this team. Thought we had great energy. Um, thought they came out and, and competed like crazy. Got to go back to work. Kevin, uh, what did they tell you about the flag that they picked up there? Yeah, um, not much. Um, I, I, uh, you know, I clearly, um, when the flag came out in the first place, uh, was not surprised uh, in that moment uh, that that was called a, a flag. Um, you know, I guess, you know, I, trying to figure out where, uh, where, and and when uh, that veered the other way. Want to be careful on this one, um, but that was very unfortunate, um, as well as, you know, a scenario there where. Um, you know, not every player on the field had their helmet on either. Um, but it is what it is. We got to overcome whatever the adversity is, uh, Matt. And uh, we didn't do enough of that today. And, and that's what we'll go back to work on as a group. And um, we got to commit to doing every, you know, every little thing matters um, in a game like this and those circumstances when um, things may or may not go your way. And uh, we got to find a way to eliminate that and th some of those outcomes from affecting our chances of winning the game. Um, and and would have liked to get that last opportunity to maybe throw one to the end zone there um, with the group we had out there. The helmet thing you're referring to on that same play? <coughs> it is. Kevin, I think you guys were out of timeouts pretty early in the second half. Yeah. How do you think things are going in that regard in terms of like mistakes that are self-inflicted that are not setting you guys up for being in position. As far as the timeouts go, yeah, I, I challenged, I felt wholeheartedly that that was worth a challenge uh, there based upon um, the evidence. It was always going to come down to whether they deemed that initial uh, catch as, uh, you know, two steps and a football move or 
Um, I, I, we ended up with the ball on the play um, as the receiver, you know, completed the catch to the ground. Um, but, you know, they, they're going to rule that. But I, I absolutely would challenge that again, um, given the circumstances and, and uh, kind of what it was in that moment. Um, at the very least, if, if it is ruled even an incompletion, uh, we get the ball back. Uh, so, um, and then we had a, a little bit of a personnel, uh, kind of a late sub there defensively. Uh, where we used um, a timeout uh, to get the right personnel grouping on to try to get that short yardage stop. We ended up, they ended up kind of go no brainer, no snap, no play, and we, we got the ball back. But you would love to keep all your timeouts. Um, you absolutely would. Uh, wish I could have carried over some of those from the first half that we were banging on defense there at the end. Um, but that's just how it goes sometimes. But yeah, I, I, I really appreciated the way we were able to, you know, kind of drive the football there and make it a one score game. And then we had our ops there. You never know if it's first and goal at the one. I saw you talk to the referee after that fourth down. Yep. Uh, did you want a little extra time to get a sub in at that point? Did you think, was that the conversation or? Yeah, I, a lot of times what happens in those moments is it's, it's Sunday to Sunday. Sometimes whether things get pumped and reset or not. Um, but yeah, I, uh, uh, I thought there was a, you know, some late subs going on. And, and uh, we we're just trying to get the right people on the field for such a critical down. Kevin, on the uh, pass, Kirk to KJ in the end zone there in the first. Yep. Did uh, what kind of explanation did you get as to what happened? That it looked like KJ might not have been expecting the ball. Yeah, that's really not the front side of the progression. So KJ is trying to work uh, to uh, really win. Um, how the coverage kind of deployed, uh, Justin. We we kind of moved him to the backfield. Uh, might have had a chance right there with him for the conversion in the right flat there. And then we just progressed pretty quickly um, and tried to put it on KJ. KJ wasn't ready yet. Um, kind of a one to two type read, reset to three, finish to four type of rhythm um, that might have got just a little sped up right there. Kevin, what's going through your head when you start the game out and, and the fumble issue just kind of seems to keep coming back? Yeah, Josh Oliver is, uh, you know, if you ask me one player, I think based upon size, strength, and, and just his impact on our team, he's had a huge start to his, you know, Vikings tenure here with blocking and physicality and really bringing a, you know, a, a mindset to it. So nobody's more, you know, crushed than Josh over that play. Um, I just wanted to make sure he was good to go for the rest of the day uh, to be able to continue to be his normal self. Uh, we will continue to emphasize ball security. Uh, you know, I thought there could have been a little bit more of an offhand cover there in traffic. Um, and that's, you know, what we emphasize, what we're coaching. Um, but clearly, it's going to be something that even if you just have one, even on the first play of the game, you look up there at the end and you just wonder what if, uh, knowing the kind of rhythm we had on offense there in the first half to at least drive and potentially get points every time we had it. What was Justin's demeanor on, on the sideline when he couldn't be in there? Yeah, it was tough on him. Uh, he's the ultimate competitor. Um, you know, I just spent some time quickly with him in the locker room and um, we'll get him back as soon as we possibly can. Um, there won't be a better teammate in that locker room during, uh, you know, the times. Hopefully it's not, you know, hopefully we have him right back this week. But uh, I know he's, you know, he's a captain. Uh, he's done everything the right way on and off the field for us as a team. Um, absolutely love him and what he brings from a competitiveness standpoint and setting a standard of, of what we're all uh, out for. And, uh, you know, it will no question be something we have to work through. Um, but I also have a lot of confidence uh, in our, our offensive unit to um, make sure we're right where we want to be uh, when Justin is able to come back. You, you along those lines, 
Do you think Jordan Addison has kind of gotten to the point now in his rookie year where he can take on a bigger load if needed? Yeah, I think you know that whole uh, that whole skill group with TJ, um, Jordan, and KJ. KJ making some big plays, yards after catch. Brandon Powell coming in for some some things even before the injury. We wanted to get him going a little bit today. Um, and then we, we do like our depth that, you know, whether it's Nikhil getting elevated, uh, Tristan, um, Thayer, we've uh, lucky. We've got some guys that uh, are here for a reason. And the beauty of be having CJ Ham and three tight ends and, you know, multiple backs is we can, we can reinvent ourselves whatever way we feel is the best thing to try to move the ball and score points. What did you think of Jordan today? I thought he was outstanding. Um, you know, I, you know, maybe, um, maybe just, you know, that, You'd love to see uh, maybe him play back into the defender who's interfering with him in the moment. Um, but like I said, I want to be careful. I thought Jordan was really good today. Kevin, TJ's had his hands on a few balls that just he hadn't been able to bring. Yep. Do you see him just not being able to get a tough catch, or was it ones that he that you think he needs to, to pull in in those moments? Yeah, I think uh, you know both TJ and Kirk would probably say a couple of those. You know, we throw it ten times, they probably pitch and catch it eight times. Um, didn't make the play in the moment, and I, I know those guys will, you know, make sure the next op we get um, will be that much cleaner. How did you feel about the job the defense did against Mahomes, especially getting pressure on him as much as they did? Yeah, I mean, there was a there was a couple plays there that you know that he's famous for, and, and is is the standard at the position for how he's able to overcome some adverse circumstances and get first downs and chunks and things like that. Um, but I thought for the most part we had a good plan. Um, I liked the way we were able to get home with some rush without having to send maximum uh, pressure guys and then the timely pressures here and there. And, and, and really, you know, uh, you know, when Flo uh, called a zero there in the second half, I think it was Cam Bynum. I mean, that's, uh, I, I think we'll live with that call knowing that we have an opportunity to get him to put it up in harm's way to maybe change the game right there. Um, and he just, you know, made the play. Coach, how are you processing everything mentally with all these tough losses? How long is it taking you to, to get over this and move on to the next week? Yeah, my job is to, you know, um, go go attack this thing from this very, very moment forward. Um, I'm going to remain. I think you guys know this about me by now. Um, I'm going to remain positive uh, through and through because I believe in this group. I believe in our coaches. I believe in this organization. Um, results. You know, just have not gone our way. And I believe my job is to figure out, look very closely at all of these results and continue to find ways to coach this team better, um, deploy our personnel better, um, give people opportunities to maybe, um, may, you know, prove some things to us to, to earn more ops, um, and then continue to drive forward. Um, there's not going to be any questioning or doubt in my mind knowing that, you know, we've, we've had four tough results. Um, but I do feel like this team is, is uh, you know, able to compete, and, and we're going to do that every single week. Um, and and I, I believe in the end, uh, we're going to find out exactly what we are through writing our story for this whole season. And I, I look forward to the challenge of continuing to seek becoming that team. One of your players inside just talked about how you guys are kind of entering a new season with division play coming up. Yep. That you want them to have? Yeah, we, we talked about it in the locker room already. Um, got a lot of respect for the teams in our division. Um, all three of them, you know, are, are, are teams that we've got to play good football against, uh, especially at home or going on the road. And it starts next week. Let's go hunt, chasing uh, our best performance of the season um, and see if we can go 1 0. 
regardless of it being in the division or not, let's go 1-0 next week and do the things we're capable of to make that happen. Um, but no question, coming off of winning this division a year ago, um, this team feels like uh, let's go take care of business in our division, which will be a, a, a challenge, knowing the types of teams that, that we're going to be competing against all the way down to the very end. Kevin, the, the pass interference on Harrison, was that one where maybe he just didn't get his head around yeah, and, and you know, I, I got to go back and take a look at that one um, because a lot of times I think, you know, when you don't get your head around as a defender, I think uh, it becomes a pretty, uh, a qu a pretty quick trigger there. Um, but I'd like to see that in real time. I, I know what it felt like in real time, um, but I'd, I, I got to take a look at it. Um, I think Harrison, we're in kind of a short yardage call right there. Um, they get the shot over the top, and it's really becomes, you know, can we knock that ball out? And, and what a huge play that would have been. Flag goes down, and, and it's first and 10 for the Chiefs. Just on the, the fake punt, what kind of went right for that execution? Yeah, it was really, uh, really, really good execution. Um, I know our, I know the fans didn't like uh, me sending the punt team out there, um, but uh, they were part of the, they were part of the sell as well. You know, I was, I was upset in the moment, you know, throwing some, throwing some air punches and, and, and hearing them upset. It, was, it all worked out to, to get the look we wanted. Uh, you think about it, it's you know Johnny Munt, Josh Oliver, CJ Hamm, um, Josh Metellus, and Ty Chandler, uh, five very dependable players in a moment where uh, it presented itself. I give Matt Daniels a lot of uh, credit for having those guys ready for the moment I called for it and uh, got, the, got a big first down right there. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, guys. Mahomes hit 10 different guys. He, he sprinkled in 10 different receivers. Yeah, he did, and, and, and that's what we saw. I mean, he had targeted eight different guys in the first half, right? So that's, again, his strength of, of just seeing what's going on out there, analyzing it, and then getting the, getting the pass and getting the ball out, um, you know, where it, where it needs to go. So you got to give some credit to the Chiefs. Uh, up until when J.J. pulled that hamstring, he had three receptions and 28 yards. So yeah. They found well, had a, that in like the first quarter. Yeah, they found a lost. way. Right, they found a way to slow him down, or at least get our offense away from JJ. Now, we should have the weapons outside of him. Um, you know, we knew that this could possibly be a big tight end kind of a game, and it should have been. Our tight ends should have had well over 100 yards receiving uh, on a day like today. They had the opportunities. If they caught the balls that hit him in the hands, Paul. We are well over 100 yards just with the tight end group. So, you know, that part of it, it, it that mess match was there. We tried to take advantage of it, and we just didn't execute. So those are the, again, the, it, it, you can go, there's a litany of things that did not go the way the Vikings want to. And then once again, it's at home. You're at home playing the defending Super Bowl champions. You have this opportunity, and then you let it go. And that, that to me, is probably the most disappointing part. The Vikings tight ends, who indeed had excellent matchups versus the linebackers for the Chiefs. Pete talked about that in the pregame and all game. They finished with uh, 77 yards on seven catches. Now, Josh Oliver was targeted twice. His first one he caught went for like 15, and then he fumbled, and he only was targeted one other time. That's a pass that uh, arguably went through his hands, either in the end zone or down by the end zone. Kirk Cousins, 284-2. and two. One of them went to Jordan Addison, the other to Alexander Madison. And here is Kirk following the seven-point loss to the champs. Difficult to lose. Um, difficult to be one and four. Um, I thought there was a lot of fight. I thought guys played hard. Um, 
stops, made plays, um, gave us a chance, uh, coaches as well. Um, you know, but we just didn't make enough plays, didn't play well enough. And, um, you know, there's a lot we need to improve upon, be better to uh, be able to, uh, you know, get back on track. So um, take any questions you have. Were you frustrated at times at the pace of the play calling or plays coming in? Um, I mean, I think it's important that Kevin gets to see, you know, personnel and get some things to clarify it. So it's kind of a part of the of the process a little bit to just, uh, you know, make sure we're getting the right call and, and the right look and uh, and we're gathering the right information. Kirk, just sitting at one and four now, like, what do you think are the, you know, one or two biggest things that this team needs to address to kind of turn the tide and get back going in the way you want to do it? We need to start faster. Uh, first quarters need to be better. We need to uh, protect the football. Um, you know, we need to make plays when they're there. And I think uh, there have been a lot of plays there to be made. And uh, we're making a lot of them, but there's more that we got to go make. Do you feel like self-inflicted wounds are more of the problem now? Are you guys doing it to yourselves a little bit more than having it done to you? Or I think it's a little of both. I think certainly at times you feel like um, you know, there's opportunities for us to play better, that we are capable of being a much better football team. And when you feel that's the big part of it, then um, it's very fixable, or it's very it gives you you know gives you hope, encouragement that uh, you know we can turn it around because you feel like you have the players in the room to do that, and the coaches in the room to do that. Kirk, how big did you feel like Jordan Addison was in some of those kind of got ahead situations? Yeah, Jordan's the real deal. Um, you know, we we hit on that draft pick. He's a great player. He's the real deal. Um, great hands, runs great routes. And I've played with some really good skill groups in my career. I've been fortunate enough to do that. You know, when I look at our group right now, it's as good as I've ever been with. Um, you know, so I, you know, with, with progressions and things, a lot of times number one gets the ball. But it doesn't mean the guy who's third or fourth in the progression isn't a really talented player and probably capable and deserving of being number one in the progression. And we're fortunate enough that we have that to be the case. So. When Justin goes down, you know, which is tough, he's a special player. There's a lot of confidence that KJ and Jordan and Brandon Powell and our tight ends and our backs can really fill that gap. That said, how tough is going into one of those final drives? You start that drive without Hawkinson and without Jefferson. Well, again, I, I just think uh, there's a lot of confidence in the other guys. TJ and Justin are special players for a reason, but. Um, I was impressed with Brandon. It was no surprise to me, though. I mean, he's he's a great athlete, great with the ball in his hands. Um, KJ special. You know, I, I I find myself coming out of games more last year and this year, wishing we could get Jordan the ball more, KJ the ball more, because I know what they're capable of. Brandon Powell, um, but it's just hard to spread it all around. But we definitely have uh, a lot of talent, you know, in, in um, on the skill positions. How is it working with Garrett? Yeah, it was good to have him back. Uh, Sloat did a phenomenal job the last several weeks, but um, there's so much time on task with Garrett together, and uh, I thought he did a great job. It's tough to be out and come right back in like that and, and jump into it. He did a great job. I know it's a tough start, but as a leader, what do you say to your team on Monday, knowing that everything you guys want to accomplish is still in front of you, starting with division play? Yeah, divisional game, obviously. Uh, we're going on the road. That's a challenge, but divisional opponent. Um, 
you know, we take the same approach, win or lose. You got to treat them as each their individual efforts, and you know, you put this one to bed. You got to learn from it. You got to get better, and then, um, and then you go to work, getting ready for Chicago, and it's kind of its own entity, and you just do that 17 times, and um, you know, we got a we got a long ways to go, but we don't really think about that. We recognize that, but then we go to work on Chicago and just kind of stay in that world the whole week. Kirk, is it more frustrating? When you- that you have the talent, you know that you have the weapons, yeah. you're hanging there with right. teams, you can't get there? Yeah, I think you come out of these games and you say there's so much more production out there to be had, you know, no matter what, no matter how good it may have been, and I don't think it was all that great tonight, but when it's when it's really good even, I find myself getting on the bus in a away game or getting in the car here and saying, and we left a lot of plays out there. There's so much more that we can do. So um, I'm saying that again tonight. Kirk, on the, the throw to KJ in the end zone there, yeah. Kevin was talking about yeah. it a little bit, just kind yeah. of the progression. You- yeah, I was just early. I was early. Um, you know, I saw Justin getting doubled. I think in hindsight, I, I just probably take Justin in the flat, even though he's being doubled, because I think he gets the first down. Um, I saw him getting doubled, and I thought, let me progress. Well, by getting off of... Justin so quickly, I was sort of ahead of where KJ was, and I felt like, let me just put the ball out there with touch, but I knew that uh, I was ahead of it, so it was a lot to ask a KJ to get his head around and make that play. I wish I had worked Justin in the flat. I wish I had taken a little longer to get back to KJ, and I wish I had probably thrown a little more touch and put it out front of KJ more. I think even, even out front, with, even with coming through it so quickly, if I put it out in front of him and put some touch on it, I think he still catches it. So, um, and I, the, the, I wish I, I would have. I mean, I probably watched. If I watched the film with you, I'd probably have a dozen plays where I would say that. You know. Kirk, what are you seeing with just TJ? A few times he was hard on himself in the locker room there about some of the misconnections. Yeah, I, what's going on there? I don't have anything to say. I think he's a great player, and I think he did a great job tonight. I think that uh, my ball location tonight was too high. I felt like it was consistently high, and I don't have a great answer for that. Um, but I felt that it was showing up, and yeah, maybe maybe catchable, but it shouldn't be that hard on it. The ball needs to be right in their chest. So I was frustrated uh, that, and I, it was early, and then I thought, oh, you know, we'll settle in. And I felt as the game went on, it was still that way. So um, you know, that's when you say you go back and look at it, and fix it. That's one of the things you fix. You say, you know, the, the high ball look, that's got to stop. You know. Even with the depth you guys do have at receiver, what do you think would change for you guys if you have to play without Justin? Yeah, you just next next man up is sort of the mantra, um, but it's really a group. You know, it's not any one person. It's it's the whole group. Um, and you know, Justin's done a phenomenal job for the last three and a half years of staying healthy and being out there every week, which is hard to do. And um, and so you know, even with this injury, it makes you pause and be grateful for how healthy he's been. Um, but yeah, KJ gets a, an increased role. Jordan gets an increased role. Our tight ends do. Our running backs do. Brandon Powell steps up. Um, Nikhil, Tristan, you know, the list goes on. And um, and I think we have the players we can do. You know, that can that can try to fill that gap. It's big shoes to fill, but it, as a group, I think it can can be done. Last year for Kirby, fourth down throw to, to Jordan in the end zone. Yeah. Like you've done. I don't know how much you can see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cover zero. Ball needed to come out. Um, I believe the third down throw is the one that's really bugging me. I, I going back to I wish I would have. I wish I would have just worked K 
KJ on a shallow cross over the ball. Um, that was the one that really bugged me, I think, on the fourth down. They zeroed me again, and uh, um, you know, I was just trying to give somebody a chance. But um, you know, that was that sequence was a was a was a frustrating sequence to not. And I think I think that's. When I was talking to Dawn just a few minutes ago. You know, there's plays you go home and you say we should have made that play. We should be on the field. We should be scoring points. That's one of those moments where you just feel like that third, fourth down sequence. You know, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. It did. It did. They 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 beat us, but. Uh, those are the ones that frustrate you. Also, frustration on the final play of the game, not being able to get the ball off there. Yeah, um, you know, I was trying to get out to my left because that was kind of where the throw was going to be. Felt like I couldn't get out, and was trying to say, "Okay, I'll step up." Felt like I couldn't, and so I'll get right, and then that was when I got hit. But you know, it's uh, it's always a hazard of the business on hail marys is knowing you got to buy time for them to get down there, but they're rushing, so there's no guarantee you're going to have that time. Um, I'd have to watch the film to tell you what I could have, should have done. I'm sure there was some place I could have moved or something I could have done to buy time because you certainly want and need the ball to, to get up there and at least give you a chance. Boy, Jordan Hicks with uh, 10 tackles today. Harrison Smith with 10. Cam Bynum had eight. Uh, Jordan Hicks is playing so well right now. He is, and, and I thought the, you know, we talked about the Vikings defense doing a good job on this uh, Kansas City run game that you know, put up over 200 yards on the ground a week ago. Um, the linebackers did a wonderful job seeing the guards, watching them pull. So, you know, between Hicks and, you know, uh, Ivan Pace, the safeties, they all did a really nice job. Pacheco was a hard runner. I think they matched them for the most part throughout the day with that. So Kansas City did. They they tried to run the football, uh, but that's not, you know, that, that wasn't what – won the day for them so it was nice to to take that away from them you know defensively we weren't we, we didn't have as many guys on the line of scrimmage we played a normal front a little bit more we showed too deep and did some other things so we weren't as crazy up front as we have been in the past and we got good pressure on Mahomes early I thought you know when we had the opportunities we did we did get pressure um you know on Mahomes and so Early on, the defense I thought was operating was operating pretty well, except for the you know, with the exception of the first drive after the turnover. Uh, don't forget to uh, follow Vikings.com for Pete Bursich's film analysis of the Chicago Bears, the next op opponent. Uh, that's coming up Tuesday this week, same day I do my one-on-one uh, -on -one sit down with Kevin O'Connell for X's and O's on KFAN and the Vikings Radio Network. Otherwise. A couple of one and four teams set to do battle in Pete's hometown, Chicago, Illinois, next Sunday at noon. The Chiefs beat the Vikings 27-20, KC 4-1, Minnesota 1-4. And, and for Pete Bursich, I'm Paul Allen. That is the postgame report at Vikings.com.